and welcome everybody to the Thick and Thin Podcast. <laughs> I'm not redoing this. This is the third time <laughs> that we're trying. I'm going for it, guys. <laughs> welcome to the Thick and Thin Podcast. As always, it's me, Anthony Cardoza. Today, from the Our Ears Only Podcast, my wonderful roommate, please welcome Marissa Vickers. Hello. Woo, 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 woo. Thank you so much. Um, so, Marissa, we had already recorded this part of the <laughs> podcast, but we're going to do it again for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It turns out one in four people has herpes and one in four people has COVID. Uh-huh. Some of you guys are doubling down. We know this for sure. You're sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Marissa, uh, why don't you go ahead and give us a scoop? What's going on with you? So, I don't know what day it was. I think it was last Early last week. Oh, no, it was like Wednesday. Wednesday, Anthony and I, I came home late. We were rolling down the windows. It was cold outside. Then we went for a walk with the dogs. It was cold outside. Came home, chilled, went to bed, woke up the next day, had a sore throat. I know. So then, you know, made a COVID test appointment, took my test, get the results tomorrow. So I may or may not have COVID. But I'm convinced that if I do, Anthony gave it to me. And I'm convinced that she's trying to to kill me, so it's uh <laughs> it's a heated in this house, you know. What I I'm don't saying? think, I mean, I we're both convinced that, but what would I gain out of killing you? <laughs> we're both convinced. <laughs> yeah, I'm convinced I'm trying to kill you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's so random because you could be super safe and go shopping and touch the wrong yeah. thing or something. It's so crazy. You well, know? that's the thing. I feel like I'm super safe. Like I don't really hang out with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I wear my mask when I'm in public or even just like shooting with like intimate groups. You know, I'm still wearing my mask. Um, I try not to go shopping a lot. Like I did a lot of my Christmas shopping online. We don't really go grocery shopping all that much. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like I have COVID, but I am sick. Yeah, it's hard because you, you can't help but play those mind games with you. When she said she was sick the next morning, I woke up. I was like, I think I'm sick. Yeah. And I was convinced. So I stayed home. And, and then as the day warmed up, you know, we're in winter. So it's fucking yeah. cold. And as the day warmed up and I had my coffee, I was like, I feel totally fine. Yeah. I don't know if, you know, I've been hitting it really hard trying to do some some therapy for my back and, uh, you know, really pushing it to, to keep it strong. So yeah. I haven't really taken any time off. I've been, you know, meal restricting or I was until this weekend. Um <laughs> To that one week <laughs> where you ate week. out like five times a day. Yeah. Taco Bell, Carl's Jr., Jack in the Box. <laughs> All the I above. go hard. <laughs> really? That's my vice. When I can't do what I want to do, I just fucking eat fast food, drink sodas. Well, I guess it's not the worst thing. It's not. We know what the worst thing <laughs> Yeah. At least you're still really active, though. Like, you go for walks, you go running, you train. It's not yeah. like you just eat bad and do nothing. Yeah, so... It doesn't yeah. hit you as hard. Yeah, I could feel it, though. I could feel it in my blood. I feel like everything runs really slow after yeah. I have, like, Taco Bell. <laughs> Processed foods. Yeah, it's rough. For sure. It's rough. Um, So, she went and got tested over at Dodger Stadium. She's going to yes. get her results back soon. So Accidentally bo- went into the long line, so mm. that gave me an extra hour. But generally, it's pretty quick, right? Well, so, yeah. So, there's one line that it's, like, an hour, but it's, like, a separate entrance. It's not the main entrance. I went into the main entrance on this time. And that took like two hours, mm. but it was also Saturday morning. So, so you knew the cuts, but you just, you went against your, yeah. Cause the GPS told me to go a different way. And I was like, Oh, I wonder if this is a different way. Like this is going to be faster. Mm. And then once I was there, I was like, I'm not getting out of this line just in case. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, the amount of people that have it now, it's, I, there's no denying it, Yeah. <laughs> but also too, like I was telling you, I haven't heard of any cases of the flu. Like, isn't this just the flu too? 
I mean, it could be. Like, I feel like I have a cold. Yeah, you definitely just have a cold. I yeah. Think. yeah so. But I was convinced for like half a day because you were convinced I had it. Yeah. You're like, you definitely have COVID. And I was like, oh my God, well, what if I get like well, both of us sick? Well, that morning I had found out four people I knew got COVID. Yeah. And it was nobody directly that I hang out with or I see on a regular basis, but I knew yeah. all four. Yeah. And I was like, how are they? They all turned out to be fine. It was no big deal. But still, it was kind of like, oh, shit, everyone's getting it. And everyone there was like, I know this person. My roommate just got it and his whole family got it. Yeah. It's like really, really common. Yeah. So now, now it's just a normal thing. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, you probably got it. No big deal. Let's just fucking did it. But yeah, hopefully I can go through this whole thing and not get it. That'd be cool. Because they still don't know what the long lasting effects are. You know? Yeah. And, I also and the vaccine just came out. The vaccine just came two, out. There's two vaccines. Two different ones. Is there? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I know you're supposed to take it in two different sections. No, but I mean, there's like two different type, two different uh, like companies came out with a vaccine. Oh, I thought it was just Pfizer. He's like the top one. And oh, then there's okay. another one. Yeah. That like the ingredients are a little bit different. But yeah, that just came out. Yeah, it's so crazy too because people were posting all these stories about fucking, you know, they took the COVID vaccine and now they can't walk and fucking this and that. And I'm like, calm down. Like nobody's got it yet. You know, yeah. and now this week people have been getting it. Jeez. My buddy Daniel got it and I posted, um, what did I say? I was like, he grew another dick and he yeah. always speaks German. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> yeah, like, calm down. Yeah, well, you know, people are going to get fucking probably some side effects from it. Like, you know, yeah, one out of every thousand. Yeah, and like every, that always yeah, happens. Yeah, it's just kind of how it goes. Yeah, you but can't for the, avoid that. the greater good of humanity, I guess, it's one of those things, you know? I yeah. get it though. Well, we we're not going to need to get the vaccine. We're not first in line anyways. Yeah, we're the last. Yeah. So, fuck it. <laughs> um... Do you have any tattoos you regret, Marissa? I, I put a form on Instagram, but it was so brief. Like, we went for our walk. I put it on, and when we got back, I checked it. Nobody had rolled back yet, so. Yeah. Um. I have only one tattoo, mm-hmm. and it's on my ankle. It's a cactus, and then right next to it is the numbers 81, 23. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of regret the numbers a little bit because I had planned to get the cactus, and then in the moment... Um, the tattoo artist was like, he had to charge me the minimum. And he was like, if you want anything else like on your body that's small, like I won't charge you extra. I can just do it. Yeah. And my friend was like, get that. Like it means a lot to you. And the numbers stand for like, m- when I was younger, my favorite band had their own like record label, I guess. The Bane? The Bane, yeah. <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, she was like, do it. Like just do it. And so I did it. And now I have that tattooed on me. I don't, it's not like the worst tattoo. It's so small too. So like, I don't regret it, but I wish sometimes I didn't get the numbers. Like I just got the cactus. Yeah. It's so tiny. How much did you pay for it? 60 bucks. That's not bad. No, no, no. And bad. the cactus, I don't know. I should have, I don't like the arms on it. Like it's a saguaro and I wish they were like off. They're like both the same size. Uh, yeah, yeah. She so. loves cactuses guys. For those of you guys that don't know. Cacti. Pearl. Cacti. I, I um, yeah, when I was, I got my first tattoo when I was 15, um, like at a shop, or I was even younger than that, I was 14. Oh, and yeah, so the people that would tattoo you were fucking people whose shops weren't doing good. Yeah, obviously guy, they're tattooing 14 year olds, it's like illegal. I got this stupid sun and moon and stars. <laughs> oh, did you get that covered? <laughs> yeah, I got it covered. Okay, it I remember my, you talking about yeah, it. Yeah, it was like colorful, and I hate color 
tattoos. I, I don't hate color tattoos. I think on me personally, I just like black and white. Me too. Yeah, I like I like to. Um, some people it looks good on color, but for I think sure. black and white is more like for the art aspect of it and just the piece. Yeah, which is why you get tattoos. Yeah, it's like you like the artwork. Yeah, exactly. It. It's, it's on your fucking body. So I I usually do the Sin City kind of thing where I'll highlight certain items of the tattoo with maybe some color. I like that aspect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have I had that, and then I had. Uh, respect on my arm but it's misspelled <laughs> so it says respite <laughs> yeah and then i got it fixed but the it's so it's r-e-s and it was p-e-e-t but he thought it was two words so it's r-e-s capital p so the p is like uppercase what the same size as the r and it's e how could you think that's that's the kind of people that we worked with <laughs> wow <laughs> and then um i got it fixed later on to make it look like c-e-c-t but it's you could tell and when I pointed out to people, like, oh, yeah. And then I also got these outlines of hands. Yeah. And my whole... <laughs> you can see the hand right now. Uh, my whole concept was I was going to do good and evil. Uh-huh. So I was going to do one side, like a white knight and um, like the, the hand of God and, uh-huh. you know, just the yin and yang kind of thing. And the other side, I was going to do like a, uh, you know, a horseman of the apocalypse and, uh, I don't know, like some stupid chess piece. I had this whole concept I was going to do. Nice. I went to get it. I was probably like a 135 pounds. <laughs> so I was straight bone and they're doing it on my traps. And I was in so oh, no. much fucking pain. I couldn't sit still. I went to my first session. My second session I didn't go to. And then like, I rescheduled or something. The shop ended up closing down. So no. I never even, never even got it. So one side. It's just side, like the outline. So of I have an outline of a hand. And my, when my cousin got out of prison, he did this side. So this side's done. It looks kind of like a, like a Halloween hand. Oh. But it's single needle. So it, oh. Yeah. So it's, it's actually really detailed, but it took about like eight to nine hours. Okay. Because it's prison time. tat. Yeah, yeah. He had, <laughs> there's two double, you know, the double D batteries, the big batteries. Yeah. You put them together in a toilet paper roll and you hook up a wire and then you put a a ballpoint pen cap. You cut the, the front half of it off uh-huh. and you put the needle through there. Oh, God. And you hook it up so the battery is is uh, powering the tattoo gun. Oh, my God. And we're just doing this God. in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you did that by choice. Yeah. Well, I thought it was, I still think it's kind of cool now because now I have one from Thailand, which is a traditional style with the bamboo. True. Yeah. And then I have a prison tat. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have well, a, a prison tat when you weren't even in prison. Exactly. You're and, at home. and I have a, um, a, uh, what is it called? A tattoo by someone that can't read. And <laughs> wait, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I got all my bases covered. <laughs> when you said I can't read, I was thinking blind. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how did they do that? Right? No, um, base pretty much the same thing. <laughs> but I have so many stupid tattoos on my body, and I think they're funny now. I really like the one on your thigh that says your name. Your name, literally uh, yeah. your name. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's so funny. It was cool. I like it. And I wanted to do... When I was 15, I would tell girls that all the time. It was like yeah. funny and stupid, you know? Well, you said that to Maria, I remember, like, a long time ago when uh-huh. we were younger. Yeah. And you were like, I have... Like, oh my God, I have your name tattooed on me. Like, you were so, like, convincing her. And she was <laughs> like, no way. Like, what? And you were like, no, really. Like, it's kind of embarrassing. I have your name tattooed. <laughs> and then I remember you, like, showed us and it was literally just the words, your name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. it's. I just like stupid, funny tattoos, too. Yeah. Like, on the other one, it says... Oh, I don't even want to talk about that one, but... Uh, it's just, well, it says satisfaction guaranteed. <laughs> and I was gonna uh, my original idea was the McDonald's logo, and then put like over a billion served. And oh I was like, no, nah, it's gonna sound like I have AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> <literally>. yeah. So, <laughs> I didn't do that, but I think it's funny. Good choice not to do that. Good one. choice not to do it. So, let's talk about what we've been watching. Yeah, we've been watching a lot of stuff. We have. We've been stuck in the house. It's cold. 
I feel like we're in search of like a new show and we haven't found it yet. So we've just been like tampering with a lot of different. So let's go over the shitty ones first. And then if we get to like the good movies at the end, that way if people haven't seen them, they could wait and listen to this part. For sure. So first let's talk about something basic. Let's talk about Strong. Strong. Oh, okay. Which I've been watching today. Just started that today. How far are you? I'm on the fourth or fifth episode. Okay. I watched like two episodes with you. I don't like competition shows. The Biggest Loser. I I worked on that before. Um, Uh Uh-huh. And shows like that, I just think are kind of dumb. Yeah. I get it. They're cool. They have results and stuff. They're just always the same. Yeah. And this one, we were bored today, so we turned it on. It's called Strong. It's on Netflix. It's basically where the guys are all personal trainers. They all specialize in different things. Mm-hmm. CrossFit, MMA, boxing. Um, this other guy's a strength and conditioning coach. Works with you know explosiveness, agility, all those kind of different factors. Yeah. And they get paired up with women <coughs> who are trying to become strong. And their mothers, they're you know, in abusive relationships or whatever the case is. Yeah, they all have their different they stories. All, yeah, they're all dis- different stories, different struggles. They get their trainers and they have to compete in this sort of... Uh, a strongman competition, kind of. Yeah, as teams. As teams. It's, it's cool. I like mm-hmm. it. I don't know. What do you think about it? I like it. It's it's good because, like, um, it's a competition, but they don't kind of make it out to be, like, like, the biggest loser. It's, like, who loses the most weight. Yeah. It's more of, like, who can just do this task better and work mm-hmm. better as a team. Yeah. But we've gotten to, like, some points where, like, the people who win immunity and, like, choose who goes in to, like, compete to who see who's going to go home, they, like, cross each other. Yeah, they start they, fucking each other yeah, over. Yeah, the show's, like, adding drama to it now. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good. I think it's good because there's one yoga guy. I'll just tell this one part. <laughs> this is one yoga guy. He's, like, we get, we're here for the women. we got to help them because they're the ones that are sort of – they're not in. They're not athletes. They're coming into this um, with goals of losing weight and getting stronger and stuff like that. Yeah. So he's like, "We're doing. We're doing this for the women. It's not about us." And he's like a yogi guy, and he's always saying namaste and so. Yeah, and, yeah. And on one of the elimination, <laughs> he's picking someone to who's going to go into the final round, and the guys. The guy tells him, he says, "If you pick me, just know if I win, I'm going to come back." And then he's like, was that a threat? Yeah. And then they kind of started, the yogi guy's like, look, I ain't no punk bitch from <laughs> off the streets. <laughs> I just started dying. So uncalled for. I was like, yeah, get I him. Was, I was in my room when that part came on. I just heard you start laughing so loud. And then that's when I went out there and you were like, this just happened. <laughs> <laughs> yogi Wan got real. <laughs> and there's one guy on there who's, he has an MMA background and he's just like so douchey, I feel like. He's super douche. Yeah, super. <laughs> and everything you would expect from him is like what it is. Yes. But he's entertaining to watch for sure. Yeah, so uh, it's a good show if you're trying to kill some time. Yeah, get a little drama, a little competition. Okay, a show we like that we both think is really good is a teacher. Yeah, Give us a rundown. Give us a rundown. So a teacher is on Hulu with Kate Mara. Oh, <laughs> and uh, Nick Robinson, I believe is the guy's name. Mm-hmm. And basically Kate Mara's character is a new teacher at this school. She's like in her early 30s and she ends up having relations, shall we say, with her student who is 17 turning 18. Um, and that's not giving anything away. That's in the preview. But it just kind of goes through like the relationship that they have. Um, it's kind of cringy, some of it. But it keeps you like watching, and it gets better as you go on. And we were talking about this because, and we we said this earlier. If a guy, male t- teacher, has sex with a student, we know why. Yeah, he's he's creepy. He's old or whatever. Yeah. When hot girls, which is a new thing, like hot teachers, thirty year old teachers, twenty five yeah, year old teachers, teach really young. Yeah, they teach these <laughs> kids, and then they end up fucking one of their students. Everyone's fascinated with it because yeah, it's, it's weird because 
Yeah, they can get guys their own age and guys that yeah. are older and guys that are successful. Why would you go for yeah. a pubescent male? That's why watching it is kind of interesting because she, Kate Mara, her character like gives off some reasons and you're trying to kind of figure it out if too. She's, if that's the real reason or yeah, like right. was she was this just like oh one in a million chance where she was like really in love with this young kid? Yeah. But most likely not. Um, but yeah, I think it's really interesting it's something that you you're kind of yeah you're just curious you're we have a general to. curiosity about so, yeah because i still don't get it I, the only thing i could think of is what was my theory i had an original theory uh, like they had remember. some kind of demel- developmental issues where they're not oh yeah because she it was like um you said that and then the scene came on where she was like she didn't party in college so now right. you think she's trying to like live it out again with a right. younger guy but it's weird to me because I feel like a lot of females don't go for younger guys. Like, they're the same age or older. And he's 18. And, like, 18-year-olds aren't mature. And in the show, like, they give they make him seem a little mature by, like, watching out for his younger siblings, like, saying certain things. But overall, like, he's an 18-year-old. He's a kid. He yeah. has, like, his... And that's... I, I told you I was in Thailand with this guy. He told me he dated this girl and she had a daughter and he raised the daughter from she was two to four and this and that. And I was like, oh, wow, you're really mature for your age because he was only 20 something. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, you know, I get that a lot. And he looked older and I was hanging out with him. I was like, he just doesn't give me that vibe. Yeah. And when we trained together, he was not listening to anybody and he <laughs> kept, they kept saying, slow down, do it. And he's just like, yeah, yeah. And he just kept doing it. Yeah. And I was like, that's where your age shows. Yeah. There's something. And he was like, what that's... do you mean? And I was like, never mind. Like, yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but like, as an adult, saying. you can see. Yeah. It. Like, just, you don't know. So shut up. That's why you're in this class. But as a kid, yeah. I, you fucking know everything. Well, even when I was like 18, 19, like younger, I thought I was super mature. And like, I probably was a little bit more mature for my age, but. Compared like, to other 15 year olds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 But like looking back, like I wasn't as mature as I thought. Right. And I'm like, I was a female who was like a little bit older, you know, mm-hmm. compared yeah. to like this guy in the show. He's 18. He's a male. Like, yeah. I don't know what she sees in him. <laughs> I, I remember this girl and she said like younger guys suck. And we were like kind of talking and then I was like, fuck you, you, know, you dumbass. Like you don't yeah. know anything. And then now I'm like, She's yeah, like, That's young guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> I became a human being at 30. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah. Which is totally like normal and fine. It's normal. Yeah. But the show keeps it interesting because you're like, sometimes he believes like they're really in a relationship and like and then, in love. Yeah. He'll do some little kid shit. And you're like, what are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we like it. I, we recommend it. There's, it's about halfway through the season. Yeah, the there's a new episode that comes out every Tuesday, um, and we're, like, caught up on it, but mm. I think there's, like, maybe three more episodes left. Okay, so let's go into movies. Okay. This one broke my heart. Let's talk about House Guest, starring yeah. Polly Shore, uh, Amy T. Garden, and I don't know what the lead male was. I don't know. But it's Polly Shore's first movie back. When was his last movie? Oh, I don't even... Oh, he did Polly Shore is Dead, which was pretty hilarious. Okay. It was about him faking his own death. And then celebrities from all over, because he's really still well-known. Yeah. And, uh, his mom, Mitzi Shore, ran the comedy store forever, so he still runs it now. He, he'll go to there and announce the guys come up, and he'll do stand-up sometimes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I still love Pauly Shore, and other yeah. people do too. He's funny. Yeah, he's funny. I don't like follow his work, but I've seen him do stuff before, and I like it. Oh, Encino Man, uh, uh, in the Army Now. He had all those classic because he had the sort of Martin Lore lawrence persona mm-hmm. like let's get this california hippie and put him in different situations my favorite was son-in-law always because we're gonna get <laughs> him and put him on a farm 
and he's gonna have to and he's you know california yeah. california <laughs> and he ends up falling in love with the farmer's daughter and he has to work on the farm and become a farmer <laughs> and he teaches them all a valuable lesson so we figured that's what house guest was gonna be is yeah they're gonna have some kind of opposition and paulie shore is gonna change their lives for the better yeah well anthony like had it lined up for us to watch i was pumped like i was i think we were gonna make food or something and then you we were like what should we watch and you knew you're yeah. like oh i have this one i was waiting for a friday we had food we were ready to go i was pumped and yeah it was just such a letdown yeah like his scenes were funny uh-huh. like his character he he was really good yeah but just the plot of the movie yeah was uh, not a hit for me no it was bad and he had a lot of comedy store actors bobby lee um eric griffin there was some yeah other, some a other lot comedy. of cameos a lot of cameos steve-o was in it yeah you he know, was. we were pumped we want uh, i wanted to like it it just just did yeah. not deliver and we watched it full through and once we were like 45 minutes in, we thought it was over yeah and then we checked and we were like oh it's only halfway and then it just kind of drug on and just got dumber yeah. and i was like no yeah i think I, if they had a better <laughs> plot like i told anthony when i i like i hate when movies are super unrealistic mm-hmm. and that movie to me was like super unrealistic yeah, and if you guys want to watch it, check it out. We don't want to give anything away. Yeah, it's hard to talk about it without giving it away. Yeah, it just goes over the it goes overboard. You know? Yeah, and one of those movies where you're like, "There's no way that would ever happen," and you kind of humor it for the sake of the movie because you want to like it. But it was yeah. bad. It was just a bad. Yeah, movie. he was <laughs> like a Pauly Shore was like the only good part. Yeah, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, there's like little clips of him being Pauly Shore where I was like, "Hell yeah!" Yeah, <laughs> where it was like that was funny. We had a couple laughs, but everything else was just like, "Uh, could do without." Yeah, and you showed me Billy on the Street, which I'm yes. super happy I got into that show. If yeah. you guys haven't seen it, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's. I don't think there's any new ones. I think it stopped in 2016, but it's basically Billy Eichner, who is already like a celebrity and actor and stuff. Um, but he started, I believe, on that show. It's his show. It was on True TV. Um. And he basically like takes a mic and some cameras around New York City and like will go up to random people and interview them, play stupid games with them. He just like, yeah, he's, he's a character. A, he's a six foot four gay man yeah. who knows all about pop culture. He knows so much. So much. Yeah. And so he'll go up to somebody and be, oh, you know what I thought was a funny one is he'll say, okay, we're going to say an Adam Sandler movie or a gay bar. You got 30, 60 seconds on the clock and you have to try to bang out 10 or 12 right answers. Yeah. And he'll be like, big daddy. Um, you know. Yeah. And the person will have club. to guess. Yeah, like, is so that an Adam Sandler yeah. movie or a gay bar? A gay bar. And he goes fast. Yeah. He's so it, really and, fast. And yeah. It doesn't, it, it's surprising how confusing it gets. Yeah. <laughs> it's like big daddy, gay bar. Oh no, wait, that's a movie. <laughs> and he'll have like celebrities on as guests. So on one episode, he had Jason Sudeikis and they were super like bro. Oh my and God. It was so good. And he, <laughs> they're walking around like with the with him, Jason Sudeikis and like a few other guys, like random all bros. guys. All yeah. Bros. All bros and like backwards hat and jerseys. And they just go up to people. And one guy, they were like, did you kill it or did you crush it? The guy's like, uh, crush crushed it. it. And they're like, yeah. Crush it. Yeah. And he'll like give, he'll give people a dollar for answering. So he'll be like, for a dollar, is masculinity a prison? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy was like, yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they bro out and then they go tailgating at the Wicked uh, Broadway yeah, yeah, premiere. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> they're all painted green. Yeah. Like, yeah, at, Wicked. <laughs> yeah. At first I felt like you weren't going to be a fan of it. Oh, I, I can't handle awkwardness. So I love, and I tell people this all the time, like the end of Back to the Future when 
Marty McFly starts shredding the guitar mm-hmm. and slamming it. I can't handle that scene. I have to leave the room. Yeah. I put my head in my pillow. I'm like, no. It's so- like any dancing scene too in like movies or like young romantic movies. I feel like they always have a dancing scene where like the girl's dancing by herself and it's supposed to be like, oh, she's so like hot and like cool, doesn't care. Uh-huh. But it's just like cringe because she's like dancing by herself. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's certain moments I can't handle. I like Impractical Jokers, <coughs> but when it gets really awkward and people are getting upset, I can't yeah, handle yeah, it. Yeah. So this is an awkward show. But he's really good. Billy Eichner is really good at like not making it too cringe awkward because he'll right. just keep talking. Yeah. Or he'll like say something and run off. Yeah, I think that's it. The unsi- the silent, the silent. Uh, pauses i can't handle yeah even when i'm doing stand-up uh-huh. you have to that's one thing i have a really hard time with is pause let it sink in because sometimes you get a double laugh yeah where everyone laughs and then they think about it and then they'll laugh a little bit more yeah i can't do it yeah they laugh and i'm like okay next joke see <laughs> that i feel like for you would be good to like when you pause and then like do a face or something yeah that's what uh, yeah that's exactly what i try to visualize myself doing yeah. but when i'm up there i'm just like okay next because <laughs> like if, if we're watching someone and they do that like they're like we laugh and then they like do a face. It's more of a, like think about it, yeah, like face, yeah. and then you're like, oh my god, it hit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just I need to get better at it, and it's one of those. Uh, he runs up to people and catches them off, but also too, I think maybe because it's in New York. Yeah, there's so many and characters. It, and it, yeah, in New and York. if it's something like L.A., there's always fucking crazy people everywhere, and they're used to people coming up to him wanting yeah. something, or you know. Yeah, because everyone that he like goes up to is like on the move. Like they look like they're going to work or yeah. they're doing something, and he like stops them and like makes them talk to him. Yeah. Whereas like in L.A., I feel like it's probably mostly people like hanging out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's a little different, but yeah, really good show. Yeah, so check that out, guys. We just wanted to check in <laughs> with you, make sure everything's good. Uh, we're gonna put Marissa to bed. <laughs> She's uh she might not make it, guys. So. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> when does this go up tomorrow, right? Yeah. Monday. So maybe when you post that on Instagram, we'll say if I got COVID or not. Like because uh, I think the results will come in tonight at like three a.m. Okay, cool. What is it on Almost Famous? Uh, did you tell Rolling Stone my last words were, <laughs> "I'm on drugs." <laughs> no, no, no. I dig music. And they're all, eh, I'm on drugs. That was good. Yeah. I'll so, give you guys some last words tomorrow. Yeah, we'll, we'll think of something profound. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. Take care. I don't want even want to say what's coming up next week because every time I do, someone bails or fucking doesn't show up. <laughs> so I'm just going to say. Surprise. We'll be back next Monday as always. Take care, guys. Stay safe. Peace.